we need to be careful who we call friends. This is especially more so because I have sisters. Not every single human being that you meet in this world is your friend, and that is okay. Most people that you're going to meet in this life are people you know, and that is okay. It honestly makes me cringe when I see people just literally gift that title to any Tom, Dick, and Harry. It just makes me very uncomfortable. There's really nothing solidifying these people's relationships, but they get together because they have something in common. Maybe because they're all a bunch of black people, or maybe a bunch of women, a bunch of men, or maybe a bunch of gays, maybe a bunch of immigrants from a particular part of the world. Maybe you have a certain type of taste in fashion or a certain type of political beliefs. There's really nothing deep solidifying these relationships. And these relationships are basically water under bridge. When you listen to some of these relationships, some of the things that they talk about, it's very frivolous. These relationships are so vapid, so empty. One. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode on Let's Talk About Us with Uche. I am your host, Uche. Thank you so much to everyone who has been supporting me since day one and people who have been joining ever since I started. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate your support. If you are brand new to my page, please make sure to subscribe, share with your friends and family. If this is your first time joining me on YouTube, please also make sure to subscribe. Do not forget to hit that bell notification so anytime I upload a video, you'll be the very first to be notified. Today, I do want to come out here and talk about this really sad story regarding Shanquilla Robinson. If you guys do not know this is a recent development in the media that has been going viral and just like the takeoff story i really felt moved by my spirit to come here and talk about this and give my own opinion as to everything that has unfolded so far so if you guys do not know what's going on shanquila robinson is a 25 year old american woman who went to cabo mexico a few weeks ago to celebrate with her so-called friends and within 24 hours of getting there she was pronounced dead tonight it's become a mystery in mexico as a charlotte family tries to find answers into how a 25 year old wound up dead well conflicting reports now have them now wondering what really happened at a villa in cabo san lucas morgan francis tonight spoke to the family and joins us now here in the studio so morgan when did all this happen alicia this happened about two weeks ago shanquilla robinson went to mexico with her friends she arrived early on friday the 28th and her family says the next morning she was dead it was supposed to be a fun, long weekend for 25-year-old Shinquilla Robinson and her group of friends who went to Cabo to celebrate one of their birthdays. She told me they had a chef. They was getting ready to eat. They was eating tacos, some salad or something they was eating. And um, I said, well, okay, I love you. Have a good night, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And I never talked to my child again, and she never made it back home. Robinson's mom, Salamandra, says within 24 hours of her daughter's arrival, she was dead. Figuring out how or why has only added to the family's nightmare. It started with a frantic call from Robinson's friends. They said she wasn't feeling well. She had alcohol poison. They couldn't get a pulse. Each one of the, the people that was there with her was telling different stories. It's when the family made calls to the FBI and Mexican authorities that they learned of another potential cause of death. When the autopsy came back. They said it didn't have anything to do with alcohol. Say that she had been, um, she had a broken neck and her spine in the back was cracked. She had been beaten. Salamandra says the entire group came back from Mexico, leaving her daughter's body there. Nearly two weeks and $6,000 later, her body is back home. 
but answers have been hard to come by. You know, I know that's not going to bring my child back, but I want something done about it. Queen City News has spoken with officials at the U.S. State Department in Mexico who refute the claim that Robinson was murdered, saying the police's initial indication is that there was no clear evidence of foul play. Here in Charlotte, her family refuses to believe their daughter's death was an accident, and they vow to find the truth of what happened that night in Cabo. She had a heart of gold. She loved everybody, and, and pretty much everybody loved her. An official with the State Department told us they're helping the family obtain reports from authorities and recommend the family hires a private investigator and an attorney if they question the circumstances surrounding Shanquilla's death. Alicia. First of all, I do want to give a quick shout out to her mother for composing herself, being very calm. As you probably saw in that video, she was talking about how she just spoke to her daughter right before they went to go eat. Not even up to 24 hours later, her daughter was pronounced dead. And then she has her friends calling her, telling her that her daughter is mysteriously dead. And then you have the so-called friends lying, talking about it was alcohol poisoning, when obviously after the autopsy that has been done by the Mexican government came, they reported that there was no alcohol that was found in her system. If anything, there was reports on the autopsy that she was actually beaten, back broken, and a whole bunch of things wrong with her. Like, it was very obvious that somebody definitely put their hands on her. Either that or she fell from some type of upstairs building. And I'm sure you guys saw the video that went viral a few days ago on Twitter and on Instagram and also TikTok where Shaquilla Robinson was being beaten by one of the so-called friends that was just beating her mercilessly. I'm not going to post that video here because, you know, YouTube definitely will come for me. But if you guys saw that video, I'm sure which everyone has seen that video, just type in Shaquilla Robinson on Google and it'll take you to Twitter. The video is littered everywhere where she was beaten mercilessly, you know, by one of these so-called friends. And if you look closely in that video, she was actually naked. So it seemed to me that these so-called friends waited for her. They cornered her right after she came out the bathroom. It was very obvious this woman didn't know how to fight. She didn't want to fight. She actually kept, so you could actually hear her verbally saying that she did not want to fight. And this person did not care that she didn't want to fight, you know, and she was just beating the crap out of her. And then you see this other friend, so-called friend, again, having a cell phone and basically challenging this poor woman to fight back even though this woman who you consider a friend who has gotten the plane to go out of a country for your birthday is saying that she does not want to fight and then there's another viral video where she was walking around in the airbnb i'm guessing it's an airbnb looking for these so-called friends and it seemed like everyone was in one room and she was not part of that room and she was just you know looking for them like where are you guys at it don't take that long to get naked, hoes. Where y'all at? She told me I'm gonna keep it hot. You gonna keep it hot? What? They what the old said they croup. <laughs> The vibe that I got from that is that they were trying to do some shady things behind her back or they were just trying to plot something. I was just getting the vibe that they didn't like her. They didn't want her there, you know, because to me, I was getting her energy as somebody who showed up to have a good time. And then their energy, even though it had only been a few hours, they all got there. Their energy was so down. To me, in my opinion, if you're traveling for a birthday out of a country in a place like Mexico, I expect the energy to be upbeat. Everybody ready to take some shots, you know, go to the pool, go to the beach, eat, do 
anything that is fun. You know, this is basically why you guys got on the plane to go to a country to celebrate a friend, right? But to me, watching that video, it seemed to me that she was the only one who was actually really ready to have fun. Everybody else seemed like they were on some shady things. So to me, it seemed really plotted, seemed really premeditated. And it was too obvious that they didn't like her, they didn't want her there. The reason why I wanted to come out here and talk about this particular topic is because we need to be careful who we call friends. This is especially more so because I have sisters. Watching this whole video and, you know, watching the news clip, watching her mother, there's also another video of her father where he was breaking down. No physical, they attacked her, man. I mean, it seemed like from my daughter was sleep, man, you know, um, for all of them to be in that room and then, you know, they come in there like, I don't know, she woke up or whatever the way it seemed like they attacked her, man. And she naked, man. You know, for a father. To see that video, man, because my daughter's not a fighter, man. She's not a fighter. Not at all. For them to do what they did, man, it just seemed like they were a plot because they couldn't have did that over here, man. They couldn't have did, over here. They couldn't have did that over here, you know, where her friends, all her friends are. You know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have went down like that, man. They don't realize you know, what they didn't done, man. They took a hole, they took a hole, they, they, they just robbed, they just put a hole in my heart, man. That was my only child. I'm just heartbroken, man. You know, I can't even be a granddaddy. Can't even walk down the aisle, man. Can't even hear a voice. Can't even say daddy. Mom, you know, can't even say daddy. Can't even hear say grandma. Man, you know, y'all, I just don't know. Y'all just don't know what this has done to me. Just don't know, ma'am. You just, just don't know. Just don't know. Just don't know. You know, I thought she'd be burying me. Not me burying her. What do you hope happens in this situation when it comes to getting justice for your girl? They get charged for it, ma'am. And they go back over there and do the time. Because that's what they did to crime, at. And they left her there, ma'am. They left her in that house, ma'am. They left her there for the maids to find her. Don't you know how much the pain my daughter suffered for the injuries, you know, that she took? You know, she was smaller, smaller frame, ma'am. You know, you know, for them to sit there and try to get her no help or nothing. I just want justice, ma'am. I just, I'm, I'm just angry, hurt, sad. All in one, ma'am. All in one. And I've been dealing with this from day one. When I got the phone call saying that she had passed, ma'am, you know. When you, say, when you say you want them to, of course you want them to be arrested and to serve, but life sentence, would that, is that what you think that they should face? Yes. Just sitting here watching that video and imagining this to be one of my sisters just tore me to pieces because I don't even know where to begin. First of all, this is out of a country. And second of all, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know who to call the authorities, the Mexican authorities, the American authorities. I, I have no idea where to even begin. We need to be careful who we call friends. Unfortunately, I, I do understand. I've talked about this on multiple episodes that a lot of people have loneliness. Going back to my topics on spirituality, I do believe that there is a collective death in spirit going on in this world. A lot of people are truly empty. A lot of people 
people are truly lonely. A lot of people are truly going through it. You have no idea all the things that people are dealing with on a regular basis. You got people trying to deal with societal pressure, personal issues, you know, familial trauma, ancestral trauma, all kinds of mess that people have to deal with on a regular basis. Especially if you're a minority group, like a black person, especially a black woman. There's so much pressure. There's so much pain that we have to deal with on a regular basis. And unfortunately, a lot of us don't take the initiative to get proper help and care from a licensed therapist and also actually focus on the people who actually genuinely care for us. But instead, we settle for struggle relationships. And also, a lot of the reason, too, is because a lot of us come from broken families. A lot of us, we don't know what love is. We have no idea what love is. A lot of our parents didn't even like us. You know, a lot of our parents just tolerated us because, hey, you're here now, so I might as well just act like I love you. You know, and I've talked about this before in previous episodes. A lot of parents do not like their children. They don't say it to you, though, because it's considered taboo for a parent to not like their child. So they act it out in so many different ways. But you as a child, you grow up broken, going into the world because you don't know what love is. You desperately attach yourself to people who clearly do not care for you because you lack that discernment to understand that, yo, it is very obvious that these people are not checking for me. Not everyone that you meet in this life is your friend. And I know this is very difficult for people to understand. This is why I'm taking the initiative to talk about this topic specifically. Not every single human being that you meet in this world is your friend, and that is okay. Most people that you're going to meet in this life are people you know, and that is okay. They are people you know. This I want to say like this is about 90% of people that you're going to meet in this life are people you know. They're not necessarily friends per se, and that is okay. About a year ago or two years ago, I did a whole episode talking about five people that you need in your life. That particular episode was supposed to be a response to the TED Talk by Stacy Flowers, where she talks about five healthy types of relationships that every single human being needs to have in order to function as an adult human being. If I can find that TED Talk, I'll try to attach that TED Talk to the link below, and I'll also try to attach the episode where I talked about that particular topic down below for anyone who's interested. But just to recap, the first group of people that you need is a cheerleader. A cheerleader is somebody who will believe in you. This is not necessarily somebody you hang out with all the time. This person did not necessarily need to know your ins and outs. They don't need to know literally every single detail about your life, but they believe in you. Whatever it is that you bring to the table, your energy, and they're not just saying that just because they know you. They definitely do see something of worth and value coming from you. Again, they may not necessarily know you on a personal level, but they definitely do think that you do bring something to the table and they support you all the way. And then the second person that you need in your team is a mentor. A mentor is somebody who will point you in the right direction. For example, you've been thinking about starting your own business and you don't know where to begin. A mentor is somebody who's going to point you to resources on how you can get educated. You know, it could be point you to a coach, point you to websites, point you to classes that you can take online. Basically point you to a healthy direction so you can be equipped with the knowledge that you need in order for you to achieve what it is that you're trying to achieve. And then the next person that you need is a coach. A coach is somebody who will help you maximize your potential. This is a person that's going to be there in real time trying to help you work through whatever it is that you're trying to work through. Some coaches, you may pay for them. Some coaches, you may not necessarily pay for them. A coach could actually be somebody who's close to you, somebody who you're related to, somebody who, who you work with, a coworker, you know, somebody who is in the same class with you, somebody who will be there with you. Say, for example, you're trying to start a business in a particular field and you have no idea on how to go about that. A friend is somebody who will be there in real time with you to educate you because they've probably been through that themselves or they have some type of professional knowledge on what you're trying to achieve. So they're going to sit down with you, schedule meetings with you, take their time to be there with you. They make themselves available for any questions that you may have and they make sure to give you constructive criticisms. And then you have a friend. To me, a friend is somebody who connects to your heart. This is somebody who speaks your language. And like I've said before, language in this context is not literal verbal words. I'm talking about energy, your vibration frequency, somebody who understands it, somebody who you're able to communicate with without words. Your energy is on the exact same vibration frequency and there's no awkwardness whatsoever. When you are with this person, you feel alive. You feel, you don't know what it is. 
their energy brings out the best in you and vice versa. You don't feel like you have to walk an eggshell around this person and vice versa. You don't feel like you have to be somebody that you're not just so you can maintain a relationship with this friend. This is something that takes time to develop and I'm going to come back to that in a bit. And then the last set of person that you need is a peer. A peer is somebody who will help you out in social situations and I think this is where a lot of people get stuck. Most people confuse a peer with a friend. A peer is somebody who you go to brunch with. A peer is somebody who you go drinking with. You hang out with once in a while. You don't really know a whole lot about them. You may not necessarily even know their names. Maybe the name that you actually know is their nickname. You don't even, and even if you do know their first name, you may not even know their last name. You don't necessarily know what they do for a living. You may not even know where they live. This is a peer, not a friend. A lot of people confuse these two together. A friend is something that takes time to develop. It honestly makes me cringe when I see people just literally give that title to any time Dick and Harry. It just makes me very uncomfortable. I've actually met people. I remember one person that I met when I was in the military a few years ago, and I swear, I feel like he mentioned at least 20 friends. A friend of mine here, a friend of my dad, a friend of mine. And then the interesting thing is when you actually look these people in the eyes and ask them, what is it about this so-called friend that you like about them? They always seem to give you some very superficial, very shallow explanation as to what it is they like about them. Like, for example, oh, they're cool or they're nice or they're cool to be around. That, that's it. That is your criteria for having a friend. How about some of the things that they've taught you in life? How about the times that they've come through for you? How about the fact that they are somebody you can be vulnerable with? How about the fact that they're somebody you can cry on their shoulder? How about the fact that they're possibly able to help you look at things from a totally different perspective as opposed to co-signing everything that you say? For example, challenging your mindset, challenging your narrative so you can be a better version of yourself. How about the fact that they can come through for you anytime, no matter what it is that you're going through? It doesn't matter if it's a breakup. It doesn't matter if you failed a class. It doesn't matter if you have a job interview. You need somebody to help you practice for it. How about the fact that they have certain qualities and you actually list those qualities that you admire and you're looking to emulate? How about those much deeper things as opposed to very surface level things. And unfortunately, this is the world we live in where a bunch of people get together. There's really nothing solidifying these people's relationships, but they get together because they have something in common. Maybe because they're all a bunch of black people or maybe a bunch of women, a bunch of men, or maybe a bunch of gays, maybe a bunch of immigrants from a particular part of the world. Maybe you have a certain type of taste in fashion or a certain type of political beliefs. There's really nothing deep solidifying these relationships. And these relationships are basically water under bridge. And I've seen so many friend groups. I've hung out with so many friend groups here in America, outside of America. When you listen to some of these relationships, some of the things that they talk about, it's very frivolous. These relationships are so vapid, so empty. I know the singer Erica Banks went viral a few weeks ago, or maybe about a month ago, where she was talking about how her criteria on who can be friends with her and who she can go clubbing with, you know, who she can go out in with. She definitely got a lot of backlash for that, and rightfully so. But the truth is that this is the mentality a lot of people have today. A lot of people only get together for very superficial things. A lot of people don't want to get to know each other on a much deeper level. Do you have the same mindset? Do you have the same spiritual vibration? Because this is the world we live in. We, we live in a society where we worship celebrities and a lot of people put celebrities on so high a pedestal that they see celebrities as their role models and they try to emulate these fake superficial lifestyles that these celebrities bring to the table, even though when we see that these things are not sustainable because a lot of these celebrities keep finding themselves in hot water. So again, this is the reason why I want to talk about this. Be extremely careful who you make friends. The title friend is not something that you just hand to literally anyone. Take your time to get to know somebody. Do not force yourself into somebody's life. Take your time. Sometimes energy does not lie. And invest your energy in knowing discernment. Discernment is basically the ability to see through bullshit. The politically correct term for discernment is the ability to see a deeper meaning behind somebody's actions or words. But my definition for discernment is the ability to see through bullshit. And do not take this personal. You have to understand that we're all on our own journey, our own individual journey in life. When you meet somebody who is not checking for you, that's okay. I know rejection 
rejection hurts, but take that as a sign that this person is not for you. You move on. Do not try to desperately try to remain in somebody's life and vice versa. You have to understand, just like that person may not be checking for you, there's a lot of people that you're not necessarily checking for. Can you imagine if they're trying to force themselves into your life? You wouldn't like that. Exactly. So you take your time to get to know somebody, develop friendship, make sure you have something in common that is much deeper than superficial physical stuff and develop that. It may take time. It may take a few months. It may take a few years for you to actually solidify a relationship with somebody, but be intentional. Be intentional to not give that title to just anyone until you get to know them. I really do pray that her friends, her true friends and true family do find healing in this time. But this should be a wake up call to everyone to be careful who we call friends. Being here with my BFF Gail. BFF Oprah. And uh, us again. Us again. Uh, we, We were just talking about that recent survey that said most people have at least 10 friends. And we were both disagreeing. I don't know how you all feel about that, but I, I don't... Because you can know a lot of people. I think, of course, we all know a 10 lot of people, people, and there are 10, you know, associates in your life. But do y'all have at least 10 friends? I think that's pretty incredible. If I had to come up with 10... And not relatives, friends, not relatives. Not relatives, yeah. but close friends. That would be... I don't think I could come that up would, with that, 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 that would be challenging, because for me... A friend is the ride or die, and the friend is the person who's going to tell you the truth no matter what. Do you remember? What's the doesn't most betray your secrets. Doesn't betray ever. Ever. No tells matter. you when you're wrong. Tells you when you're wrong. Sometimes repeatedly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Would you like to tell them the time that, uh, no. This is the end of today's episode. Please give me your thoughts down below. Let me know. Do you agree with everything that I've said so far? And if you don't agree with anything that I've said so far, please give me your thoughts down below as well. I do enjoy reading the comments. Please do not forget to follow, share with your friends and family. Please hit that bell notification. So anytime I upload a video, you'll be the first to be notified. I'm on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter at LTAU with Uche. Let's talk about us with Uche at gmail.com. It's my email address. Thank you so much for your wonderful support. Until next time. Bye-bye.